Hello, welcome to the Slumber Tea Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, my name is CJ and I am joined by my beautiful, wonderful, lovely co-host slash besties. So guys, feel free to introduce yourself. But okay, we can start with Cheska. Say hi. Hello everyone background. and good evening <laughs> out there. How are you all good doing? Good evening from Japan. <laughs> yeah, she's she's in Japan, guys. <laughs> Just a virtual background. I wish. <laughs> yes, it's really good to see you, Chess. How about you, Lexi? Say hi. Hi. Hi, my name is Lexi. <laughs> it's okay. Hi. hi, guys. Hello, Lexi. And of course, we can't forget wonderful, beautiful Kinney. Say hi. Hi, hello. Uh, forgive me, I just had something done today, so thanks for me today. <laughs> but nevertheless, I hope I hope we'll have a great one tonight. So, what do you yes. have for tonight, CJ? Well, tonight's topic is rather special because we don't really talk about it. Usually, we talk about you know relationships, culture, and stuff like that. But this time, we're going to talk about something more hobby-related, which is about books and our favorite books and our our thoughts about it. So personally, I am a big bookworm. I've always been reading ever since I was young, and but I'd just love to hear everyone's thoughts and their favorite books. So, firstly, I'd like to ask everyone, like anyone can answer first. So, what is your favorite book that you've picked for us today? Like a kind of like a virtual <laughs> book club, you know? <laughs> and yeah, what's your favorite book and who wrote it? And you could give a short summary and also why do you love it? So anybody can answer first. So yeah, Chesk, hello. Yes. Hello, girl. Uh, okay, I shall go first then. Mm-hmm. So far, I have so many books that are like related to art and it's like really hard for me to choose. But if I were to choose one, I would go for Anatomy 101 or, draw manga, or draw manga by... Christopher Hart, so it's called Anatomy 101, wherein it, wherein it's not only like my guidebook to like drawing my my all-time favorite like, or should I say my own OC creations that are like inspired by animes that I watch or games that I play, but consider this as not only a guide but but also my ultimate. Bible as well, mm. or should I say, my ultimate art Bible? We're in, True. no, we're in, in you know, those art books that you usually like see in many bookstores that you can like get for like I don't know how much I forgot the price, but since I got this as a gift, this really comes in handy in like when you need to like draw any like character with some, with some, how do I say this, some detail like figures. Whether it's male or female, at least you'll be able to have a guide over here for you to be able to learn like how to draw their body figures. If it's like hourglass shape or you know, square shape type of body, this book really comes in handy. Even though I've read through some of the pages and even though I did not like finish it, I always like go back to some of the pages that I know that they usually want to like go back from time to time because I know that there are some certain pages that are very important to me that highlight what it about what part of any anatomy of the human body that I need to draw for my favorite characters. And the reason why I love this book is because 
not only I need it for my drawings every day when I have the time or for practice, but also this is something that really helps me grow as an artist myself for me to be able to at least like grow from an amateur and which also helps me to slowly grow into a pro like illustration like illustrator i mean and also a character designer as well yeah so it's really helpful for your chosen field right like yeah i imagine without that like you'd really have maybe a hard time looking for the right guide yeah because yeah. because i know how general this when it comes to art knowing how general like drawing manga is nowadays because you can see a lot of sources out there whether it's online or in person when you when you like when you want to like have a hardbound copy if you cannot like find any digital copy this is something that's like still very important for people up until now if if they are like very curious about wanting to learn how to like draw character designs nowadays or cartoons but for me i'm mostly more specific leaning towards on anime since i know that that is something that it that really interests me now i remember uh, when i first picked up like those anatomy books i was like Grade school. Oh, <laughs> um, you know that's like, how I started. Oh yeah, wow! And, and as, as usual, you just start by copying whatever's on the on the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. All memories. I I remember buying like a chibi guidebook because I really wanted to draw like cute oh chibi God. characters, and I would just really. Oh, follow. I remember those types of books before. Yeah, yeah. Really, it is. It's really helpful. Really unlocks a core memory. <laughs> I feel like guy. I feel like buying those kinds of books is like a normal part of every artist. Like, and they're starting a journey. I feel like even non-artists go through that. Like, they just. Like, <laughs> I mean, me too. Anime one-on-one guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, me, me too. I'm not an artist, but like, I thought I could try. So I girl, bought one. girl, <laughs> so art art books are not like not only limited to some specific artists it can be for anyone to those who want to like give art a try if if they're curious about learning how to draw but then they feel like they want to like at least learn from drawing stick figures into like real life or into anime inspired characters why not go ahead you should try exactly it. exactly Yeah, that's that's a, a really good point. Like, I really feel yeah, it doesn't really matter if you're if you're an artist or you're not. As long as you're interested in art, you can just pick it up and learn. That's, yeah. yeah, that's that's really good. Like, would you like to add more, or um, if you're good for now? Well, just one more sure. thing to add. When it comes to drawing, to those who want to like at least learn how to like draw people, just take things step by step. But with with any source that you find, like comes to like drawing, you're you can actually find them anywhere. Just grab yourself a copy and just never stop practicing because who knows? Who knows what happens when you like get into drawing? Like me, you'll, yeah. you'll at least be able to learn how to love to draw at least. Not True. only like as a hobby, but maybe possibly in the future. as like your profession 
Exactly. And I agree with that. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Chess. I think a lot of I think a lot of artists listening to us can really appreciate that advice. So thank you, Cheska, for sharing. Who else would like to share their favorite book? I really feel like we're in a book club. I love it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> celebrity is like a book club. It I'm is. not gonna lie at all. It's really fun. But yes, so thank you, Chesk. So who would like to go next? I guess so. Oh, what about okay. you, Lexi? You oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. okay. Okay, so I have like about three books on my lap right now. Um, one of which is, okay, I know I've been talking about this a lot and especially for seven years. Um, um, the first being is the autobiography, it's the memoir of Tamara de Lempica written by her daughter, Kizette. And I just learned just recently that, well, not recently, but around two years back or so that the great-granddaughter of the artist um, re-released the book and she included um, a foreword created by her. And I thought it was beautiful that she did because you know she shared some wholesome moments with her great-grandmother Tamara. So yeah, that's one of them. And this is the this is the kind of book I would read over and over again because this is kind of like a Bible in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, secondly, I have two books written by my favorite uh, icon of all time, who I also learned from religiously. Um, this one is called Pure Beauty Mark, The Ultimate Guide to Eccentric Glamour, and it's written by Dita Von Dies. Um Thing about Dita is that um, she's done her research and her love for retro glamour has been a part of her ever since she was little up to now. So this mm-hmm. is one of this is one of the things she's really proud of, and you know she did a lot of research. So in it, she doesn't just include her personal style, but she also includes the styles of others, such as um, um, Ilona Roy Smithkin, and she references other um, Hollywood glamour um, divas from the past, like Marlena Dietrich, Hedy Lamarr, Betty Grable. Marilyn Monroe and probably Jane Mansfield and Diana Doors. Mm. So that, that's one of the that's one of them. And last but not least, this is another book by Dita. It's a two it's a two sided book. So this one is called Burlesque. I know, I know. But, and then the second one is called Fetish, and this is my favorite. This is my favorite area. Yeah. So I actually I know about Dita. She's really interesting. Yeah, that's why I love her so much. I'm so glad you. I'm just so glad you knew about her. Yeah, she she's like really iconic and like a legend in the burlesque scene. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not just the burlesque scene, but also in the fetish and um, glamour scene. So um, yeah, from what I heard, she's met Betty Page, um, the ultimate pinup icon. Wow. During Born Again Christian. So um, yeah. It, those are one of the greatest things ever and also she not just only met Betty Page on the phone but she's met um Lo- she's encountered and probably met Lauren Bacall in Paris while she was having dinner with Christian Louboutin and it was interesting wow she knows all the influential people that's amazing and then she adapted she adapted and it took note of what they've 
had and which made her the person she is today and also she also wrote all these things the, um if you were to if this is for everybody else though this is the last thing i'm going to say for this one if anybody wants to find their own style especially when it comes to beauty and and so much more i recommend you guys read this book this this can save you in a, in a way the ultimate guide to Ascent glamour by dita vontis and yeah i've been learning from this woman even if she hasn't met me but she has met my mom so, so. i so it's like a big impact on you yeah. really yeah that's great that's what she's the reason why i'm such a nerd <laughs> i mean she's she is an icon so i completely understand she is she really is <laughs> thank you yeah thank you for that kinney lexi would you like to go next i can go last all right so i'm gonna share you probably like three books so the first one it's a child classic called The Little Prince. <laughs> I had this since grade seven, and I'm Ooh. college freshman right oh now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's I so nice. You can't even yeah. <laughs> yes. I can actually see those types of books before back to my grade school days. Yeah. Yes. I used to have those. I even have the, I don't even know what's called it. Sequel. Sequel, yeah. Official sequel. Oh my gosh! The Return of the Prince. Yeah, Return yeah. of the Young Prince. But I haven't finished this yet. I I will try to because I don't really read books anymore. I'm that so was sorry. <laughs> the Little Prince. Go, go, go. The Little Prince is so good. I really love the Little Prince. Oh my so gosh! The little, wait. the little Prince is about um, so it says here in the back. It a pilot forced to land in the Sahara meets a little prince. The wise and enchanting stories the prince tells of his own planet with its tree volcanoes, the haughty flower, are unforgettable. What? <laughs> well, that's the summary. Illustrations <laughs> oh, oh wonderful, parable for all ages, and superb illustrations by the author. Wow. So the author made this. It's so cute. Yeah, I love. I love how it's illustrated as well. I've always appreciated the illustrations and the little prince. It's just, just like. A timeless classic, and I feel like every high school student have read this for their book reports. So. Oh <laughs> At least God. once, yeah. Not yeah, just elementary and high school students. Shuming how that was Ooh, a so that that's really favorite book. Yeah, K-pop group seventeen. He cosplayed Ooh. as the little prince one time. Oh, really? That's yeah. so and nice. And then he reinterpreted yeah. the costume for one performance That's almost wonderful. four years ago. Remember oh. that costume? That's yeah. so nice. Remember yeah, oh that gosh. performance between him and um, what's yeah. his name? I forgot. But <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Lexi was saying like, so what do you love about the book besides, of course, you know, the art? Yeah, I, I just. I just love the, the stories. I I mean, sorry, the lessons. Like there, there's this thing about the. I I for, I really forgot what it meant metaphorically, but I remember it blowing my mind as a child. It's about the snake eats the elephant. <laughs> I ah, yes. Like if you guys remember. remember what it meant, but yeah, maybe I. No, I shouldn't look it up anymore. It might take too long. It's okay. So, I, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I just remember loving this book as a child. I still love it, not 
I even watched the movie. It was also um, a requirement for English class. But the, the movie was like really funny though. Wait, wait, which version of the movie is this? Is this like the most recent one or an older one? The first one. Oh, an older one. Okay. Yeah, it's the first version. Wow. Oh like, my gosh. It wasn't meant to be comedic, but it turned out to be. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. So, for, yeah. Uh-huh. so um, the second book now, it's not really a novel anymore because I don't, as I said, like, I don't really read books anymore. But I I picked this up one time. It's called The Art of <gasps> Miyazaki Spirited Away. Wow! Oh, I love that. It's oh not an art book. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's Spirited Away's art book. And so wow! Oh my gosh, how much did you get that? Oh my goodness, I know those are pretty pricey. 1,600 well, well, that is a great well, that's really that's really how much every art yeah. book costs yeah. considering yeah. that they put a lot of content in to make it so thick that the yeah. price goes up depending on the number of pages they print out. Yeah, so when, when I picked this up like years ago, I was debating between um, how to make this particularly. Like, as much as I love Howl, as much as I had a crush on him when I was nine. Oh, we all did. We all, we all did. Do. <laughs> Everyone here yeah. has had a crush on well, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't turn down Spirited Away. It's like my True. own favorite Spirited Away was actually my very first that I've seen, so I agree. It's, it's not like me a special too. place for me, me too. too. Me too. Yeah, it was the very, very first that I've seen, so it's, it's iconic yeah. for me. It's one of my favorites too. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, and so <laughs> the third one. Oh my god, embarrassing. So, we're going back in time again. Uh-huh. When I was like, uh, probably I was 14. So, there are these two YouTubers I watch named Dan and Phil. They're British YouTubers. Mm, and, I know them, yeah. Yeah, okay, and... You did watch the show, didn't you? And yeah, like a few years ago, they, came, they both came out as gay. So, I'm really happy for them for that. Yeah. But I... Yes. But yeah. So, you have a book? You have their book? I yeah, but I I can't find it anymore. I don't know if I gave it away or not. Oh, I no. can't find it. Oh. I can't find it in my house. But this book of this called oh my god, the amazing book is not on fire. Honestly, it changed my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember Dan and Phil. I used to watch them too. Yeah, I was such oh. a hardcore like that's so fun. That's amazing. I I bought the I bought the other book and. I was making sure to like read every single text there because I just needed the damn for crumbs. Yeah, <laughs> I needed so all the nice. all the content that I could milk out. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, like you know, when you're really young, like 13, 14, around that age, then you get obsessed with something, and you just want like all of it. I get that. Yeah, and what's cool is, you know, it's their book is basically their. It's like very similar to the vibe of their videos. So it's like mm, their videos yeah. into like all just one book. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I miss them. <laughs> Me too. Gosh. Yeah. That's so nice. Thank you for that. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I really remember Dad and Phil now. <sighs> yeah. Memories. Oh, I remember those YouTube days when oh. we were all innocent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How about you, CJ? So I'm unfortunately I don't I do not have the physical copy. So sad. But my favorite book 
I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a bit of a classic English literature book. It's called Anne of Green Gables. And it's about... It's actually written by Ella Montgomery. It's about this redhead girl. She's an orphan and she has like a huge imagination. And she gets adopted by these uh, old, an older man and an older woman who live together. And she basically changes the entire town because she's so like imaginative and very dramatic and... She just charms everybody and everyone was like really quiet and close-minded before. But when she came into the town, she just changed everything and made everything brighter and happier for everyone. So I've probably read that book about 10 times already. Like I just, I really like it because mm. I just I, I kind of see myself in her in the way, like Anne's character, like she's constantly daydreaming she's constantly writing oh. she always has a lot of stories to tell that's kind of like all of us though yes she Ooh, she's like very creative she's a very creative person and like when you are a creative person in the town that is or just an environment that is not creative right like it's like you're just standing out and she was like misunderstood at the start she was like bullied and made fun of because she's different but she showed that being different is okay and that everyone learned to accept her and love her because she's different and she always thought out of the box and yeah i just really liked it because i just felt like more people should feel that way especially when they feel like you know like you're feeling when you're like a big fish in a small pond i don't know if you guys know that metaphor like mm. you you feel like yeah. you're out of place in where you are like you you know yeah. you are more than what your environment is like mm-hmm. Anne is that kind of character and sometimes I've felt that way and yeah. like knowing that even if she's kind of quirky you know <laughs> she's like a quirky girl but like she's uh, she's very creative and she's very true to herself it really inspired me every time I read it to be myself even if I'm the kind of person I like to daydream a lot <laughs> I'm constantly like daydreaming about random things or writing random stories like her and yeah, she just kind of made like my younger version until now feel accepted in a way. And I really think that's one thing that we all have in the books that we mentioned that I noticed. Like all the books that we talked about, we like it because it affected us in a good way. And maybe we yeah. even like saw ourselves in the characters <laughs> or even in yeah. Cheska's case, even if it's not exactly like fiction, but that was the kind that helped her become an artist right so it's like an integral part of yourself and in Kinney as well like that really taught you a lot about your interests in glamour and fashion and like made you you know realize that yeah like there are people like me and that's what's really nice about it so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's basically really why I like that book because you know that feeling when you're like seen by something like, like oh that's me <laughs> that kind of feeling so yeah, it, it feels yeah. like to be like Yeah, right? Exactly. When you, when you see that representation in any kind of media, whether it's a book or a show or a movie or even an art, like it makes you feel I don't know, like see, yeah, seen or just it makes you kind of, makes you feel seen, makes you mm-hmm. feel heard. Exactly. Even, yeah, like even heard. Yeah, that's another way to put it. Yeah, and yeah, I also think like in the Cheska's case, like I imagine it's something that you can always look into, right? And you'd be like, oh yeah, I started in this. Like I started with this book and now I'm doing this. 
it's yeah. amazing. So yeah, like I just really like thinking about that. Like you know, books—that's the power of books, right? Like they can help you feel recognized because you see yeah. yourself in these characters, whether it's one in like a simple, small way or in like a big way. So well, with that, yeah, being, it's just a matter of being educated in a way. Exactly, and you know, like also, not everybody is lucky enough to even be able to read. So the fact that or even have books actually. So it's it's also a blessing to even be able to enjoy what we have, right? Yeah. So, yes, correct. Right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Although uh, my concern there, like with books, like yeah, words are are good, but the visuals also matter because it really sets the mood, especially for those who have dyslexia. Um, mm-hmm. I I always think that um, visuals should be encouraged more often, as much as words, you know. Yeah. Actually, I agree with that because. Yeah, not not everybody can maybe visualize it. So, like for example, like in the Little Prince, what I also really love is the art, right? Like, you know, and what one fun thing actually about the Little Prince, I just want to add. When I was young, I did not understand it at all because I was thinking like, this is not possible. <laughs> like, how mm-hmm. can a, how can somebody be on a planet? Like, I was kind of thinking <laughs> too much about it. But then when I just learned to like just read it and just enjoy, it, I was like, oh okay, now I get why it's good. It's all so, about yeah. the imagination, depending yeah. on who the author is. And I'm probably sure that whoever wrote the Little Prince has yeah. is has probably seen the world in that sense. Yeah, it's a different mm-hmm. way. Definitely, I mean, yeah. I mean, who thinks of like you know like the like a snake eating an elephant or yeah. A little oh. little child on a planet, like it's crazy to think of that, but it's there. It's the power of books, really. That's why it kind of makes me think of the like a question I also want to ask you guys, since we've all mm-hmm. shared about our thoughts on books and what we like. So, I just I'm just wondering about your thoughts on like how important do you think reading and books are for society? I know it's like a pretty general question, but like how do you think? Society would be like if there were no books, if there were no authors, if there were no creative people who could make books. Like, yeah, Kinney, feel free to answer. I guess people end up just, you know, instead of using books, they're just gonna end up telling it to you personally. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like oral storytelling. Yeah, and it's not just oral storytelling. You can, you can also. Um, um, depict it theatrically, like that. That's why um, theater is so really important. That's mm-hmm. why they have these the- um, they have theater shows like like in the Colosseum or in Rome, and then the other one is like the- those kabuki theaters and and those marionette puppet shows in Japan. You know what I mean? Like the the context of storytelling is you're basically telling a story about you know facts or fiction and you're trying to relate it to reality in a way because everything, yeah. everything should have a lesson there everything should have a point so that we can improve ourselves for, um, in terms of how we live our lives you know what to do what not to do per se I, I agree I agree I mean to add to that if you think about it even during like ancient Greek times ancient Roman times we were already telling stories and even prehistoric times before that there were already stories so, if you think about it, all humans are storytellers in one way or another. Uh, how about you, Cheska or Lexi? What do you guys want to have like any additional thoughts or like what do you think 
is the importance of books, especially books, for think, everybody, basically. Yeah, I mean, like first of all, we we all like as all of us children, like when we were growing up, we started with like we started uh, um, get being educated, whether it's like through facts or academic purposes through like textbooks. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter how like boring they are, how bad like some of the layouts are with like text with like school textbooks, you know we we should be thankful that they exist. And uh, I'm I'm like super glad that that's how we learned like when like libraries were big like really big back then. Mm-hmm. I, I I miss those times where libraries were were like I don't know who so. <laughs> yeah. It is like the common thing, yes. Yeah. Basically. Like oh, yes. we would we would like go do our research. We wouldn't go straight to the computer lab. We would go to libraries. Yes. Oh, those days. Yes. Yeah. I mean the the Classic. fact that Yeah, I mean the days before the internet, you had to really look at the library. I mean encyclopedias mm-hmm. and everything. Without them our our parents how time. Would they even do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh you guys, I keep Think a library. <laughs> Yeah, if you think about it, that wasn't even too long ago. So, yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know, just like very recent. 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah, 10, 20 years ago. Like, it, that, about that time, like, you really had to go to the library, get a library card, and really search. I mean, even with the internet, if you're going to write, like, a paper, for example, you still have to get, like, actual sources, right? So, you still have to search. So, it, without those, um, you yeah. really don't have much. I agree with that. It's really important, yeah. Would you like to add Maybe. more? Also, Lexi. Mm, that that sounds pretty much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So yeah, it's if you guys remember, I was like, you know, the scholastic book fairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yes. god. Yes. I, that was the highlight of my grade. It was like grade school, every high year. Grade school. Every year in our school before, Clifford the big red dog would show up. Like a I remember that Clifford, the whole standing oh. Clifford. Oh my gosh, when that day, like when I see them setting up, I'm like so happy. I'm so excited. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. Like, even if I can't buy, buy anything. <laughs> even sometimes I can't afford to buy new books, but I just like look through it. Oh I just like, gosh. oh, I want to get That's it. What I, had I, would do. I had a memory of Scholastic Book, book Fair. I, I accidentally, like I was playing around with the shelves. And then at some point, I accidentally knocked it down. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. It, no. Was in, it was in it was in, in senior kindergarten. Oh my gosh, you had I to like fix it. Five or six. The poor staff members. That was like the best day when the book fair would come and like they all have like diary for wimpy kids. And, and I remember so those. And every time there were those wish list slips, I would get one of yeah, those. And the then write list. down and then write down what are, about what. About what titles do I want to buy? And I would always ask my mom, like, <laughs> if it, if I could, like, if she could buy me one. Oh my god! Wait, wait. You mentioned Diary for Wimpy Kids. I just yeah. remember something like very similar. It's called Dork Ooh. Diaries. Like, girl, I, I read Dork Diaries. I grew up oh. with that shit. Like, wow. <laughs> you read Dork Diaries too? Oh my gosh! I, I have like I, two, three books I've, of it. I've heard of that, but I haven't read it. It's, it's basically seen, even though I've seen the movie, but it's different yeah. from wait, the original. Is a movie? Yeah. Yes, there's a movie, but. Oh but, my gosh! I didn't but, know. But movies aside, even, okay. even though 
there's usually the movie version, but sometimes it's really different from the originality of the textbook or or from the original piece itself. I I just know Diary for Wimpy Kid does have several <laughs> movies, but yeah. I didn't know Dark Diaries had. That's so interesting. Wow. Oh my gosh. I know what yeah. you have. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my to watch list. <laughs> Go, but yes, I anyway, do. So going back, uh, but yeah, thank you though for sharing that, Chess. I I mean, Lexi, sorry. Um, I, yeah, I just had to add the book fair one because core memory. But yeah, with you, Chess, would you also like to add your thoughts on you know what society yeah. um can get from books really and yeah. how important it is? So, so knowing. From, so knowing from the question that you asked us about if it's important to society, I would say 100% yes. Whether you want to like read read books like digitally or traditionally, because these are very important like reading materials or instruments that contain like a lot of information, not just images, but a lot of texts that may be too long or overwhelming for us to read, but these certain books contain like a lot of information that could that could help us like look for not only specific topics that we need to like study about, like when we have to like look for answers for when we need to like have them as a guide for our assignment or through or for our other projects that we do in school. But it also like helps us like look for important details that we want to know that we want to like read and to visualize our ideas through words in any genre. Especially, it's mostly important in history because in history, most importantly, because history books that we read from our grade school years and up until now, even after we graduate. You can you can actually see them as like not only just books that contain information. No, that's not it. Just these from from what I think in my perspective, these are like the evolution. This is like the evolution of history of, for example, of the of the Philippine government or or a certain place or the origin of the country, etc. So even up until now knowing that we're already like reaching the digital age where everyone can like download any audio books like the bible like for example the bible audio app or the bible with an audio like option for you to like read books with voice audios which is some which is a new feature that people would also choose if they don't want to like read or feel over to the many texts but Still, for me, I still believe that books are very important. Whether you're reading a hardbound or digital copy, they're still important up until now in society today. Yes, I agree. And and to add to that, books are very important in not only for us to like browse through, like or skim through anything that we want to see or the context that. Or the content that's like inside that we're so curious about, even if we want to take a peek. But they also could, but they also could carry like a lot of words that may influence people because 
because you know this because you know the saying where you know the saying we're in when it comes to words like what like when they're like in like when you say certain words that are like somewhat deep depending on what what it says there like a message of some certain authors mm. their words can really like influence you in many ways uh, depending on the type of story that you read or from someone's autobiography it really like gives impact to people as well yeah. Oh, yeah. i agree i agree <clears throat> I agree with that. Oh. That was really well said. Thank you, Francesca. Would you like to add more? Or that's all. I, that's all. Pretty much, I have to say. You know, actually, my answer, Francesca, <laughs> pretty much already started it. Just like I really agree. Because if you think about it, without books, right? We we are we humans are really storytellers. We always have been storytellers. But the yes. reason why books became a thing, why they even started the um the publishing press and everything like that is so that these things that happen, whether it's actual events or it's just fiction, we don't yeah. wanna lose it. Because the thing with mm-hmm. oral storytelling, while it is good, the thing is it can change right like yes. for example right if you for example if you hear a story from somebody and then they keep sharing that story it's going to change by the time yeah. it gets to you yeah. but if it's a book or it's written it's as is it's not going to change yes. so without books if you really think about it especially when it comes to history right if we if we don't have those history books we don't know where we started yeah and it, the thing with that is it's always changing these history books are always going to be updated every year and if we didn't have those we that or even we don't have just stories like fictional stories to inspire people or mm-hmm. to share different cultures because as you know different cultures have different mythologies yes different uh, lore right yeah and, and if we didn't have them written exactly if we didn't have them written down we wouldn't know them we yeah. wouldn't have any idea yeah. and I really think if we if this is if the world did not have books in any kind of way, just so much information would be lost. Yeah. Because we don't have it printed True. and final. And even if we do have the internet, we could lose it. We could really lose the internet in any time, any second, really. Like yeah. all the servers could go down. Yeah. It could all be off. Mm-hmm. So die. Exactly. Without the internet, we're just dead. But That's at why... least if there are books, right? It's it's offline. You can just bring it anywhere. At least there's yeah. no copywriting involved. I mean, that's why Karl Lagerfeld said many years ago on Twitter, nothing beats the beauty of books. Even exactly. if an old iPad exists, oh. it doesn't replace the beauty and the fundamentals of a beautiful beautifully crafted book. So nothing beats the world of books. Really, exactly. Nothing can enrich us than the beauty of beautiful, beautifully crafted and bound books. Exactly. That's why for me, that's why for me, no matter how digitally savvy we all become and how everything becomes on the internet, I will still read books. Like even if I grow old, and if I ever have a family one day, I will make my children read books. Like no way am I gonna give them an iPad. (laughs) We're not going to (laughs) read books. I mean, you, you, be you would books. remind your, you would be like the girl from the, the book thief. Oh, I love that book too. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, that that was for, I love that book. Basically, yeah, oh. the book thief is, is a really good book. If you haven't, heard I, have of a, it. I also have a recommendation as well for um, 
for girls who are in relationships. I know this is, this is, <laughs> I know we're going to delve into that, but one day I think we're going to recommend this. I think we should have a, we, I think we girls, I think in our book club sometimes, let's all read this book. It's called Why Men Love Bitches and it's by Sherry Arnold. Oh, interesting title. I think I've heard of that title. Oh, interesting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't really get about it. It's, it's a guide, it's a guide that says, from doormat to dream girl, a woman's guide to holding her own in a relationship. That's I love the, that. That's interesting. The rich, that's the interesting thing. Empowerment. Yeah. Originality. Right. Exactly. So I have another book that I would like to recommend. I would also like to promote it on the behalf of our of our, our dear host CJ. Oh. Um, she has a book called um, the Prince uh, the Princess and the Night, and it's also yeah. Woo! <laughs> please support. Thank you. So Thank I would you for love the you promo. Guys to support. <laughs> Our our co our main host and our girl CJ's um, endeavor as an author as well. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for the promo. I appreciate that. You see, like you know, I, yes, I do have a book, and thank you for for that. And basically, yeah, this is how important books are to me that I had to make one myself because I just love them so much. Tell us about the princess and the Oh, okay. Please <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> All right. So yes, I have written a book. The name is The Princess and the Night, and it is. Uh, basically about this uh, young princess her name is Amelia and she really doesn't want to get married but because she's a princess in the medieval times she has to get married to unite her kingdom with her other relatives kingdom but she doesn't like the guy that she's going to be betrothed to but then she meets the prince's knight and they just basically have a love story but it's more than a love story it's actually uh, meant to show empowerment for women as well because I didn't want to make my main character the usual damsel in distress who is just very meek and just very quiet I wanted her to be kind of stubborn but also kind of strong and realistic because I put a bit of myself in her in that I don't, I don't want to be just seen as a woman I want to be seen as a stronger woman and I don't, I basically don't really don't need a man. <laughs> you know, like kind of say like, I don't, I don't need a man to help me whatever. You are like re- basically referencing the context of the song Shiza from Born This Way. Oh my gosh. It's basically the, yeah, it's the same like lesson. Basically, you know, we can stand up for ourselves as women. And I really yes. wanted to make that the lesson, one of the lessons in my book for not just women really, but really for anybody that yeah. you can be empowered that's again the power exactly. of books you know you, you get those lessons that you don't really yes. get from anything else just like when i read your book and it sounds <laughs> and it sounds like amelia is really definitely miss independent yeah i wanted her to she's be that a, type yeah she's such a she's such a girl boss she is yes. and, <laughs> and i wanted so, to show yeah. to that yeah exactly she's a like girl bossing and everything <laughs> Yeah, so basically she was on a mission and she rebukes her condition and she would always tell herself if she were a strong female, she doesn't need permission from anyone. Exactly. And yes, I'm quoting Lady Gaga's song, Shaisa. <laughs> this, this is actually quite relevant. And yeah, in my book, basically, even if it is a love story, even if she does have a love interest, but basically you will see throughout the book if you do read it, which I would appreciate, that even with a man, she was still herself. She didn't give herself completely and just lose herself. She was still Amelia. And I see myself in her. And I wish that anybody who would read it also sees himself in her. 
So thank you again for the promo. <laughs> I appreciate that. I did not expect. Of course. That. <laughs> thank you for that. So uh, that's pretty much also what I I kind of rambled a little, but yeah, that's pretty much what I feel with about the importance of books and. You know, it is a blessing that we can even read books because there are some people who don't even have money for books. So this is really something special. And to just really wrap up this episode, I just want to give like a quick fun question to everybody. Uh, I'm just wondering, you know, if you had an autobiography or a story of your life that you wrote yourself, what would you give it a, like a title? Like, how would you title it, basically? All right, so. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, if you have a title idea for your autobiography, feel free to share. Yes, Kenny. Thirty thousand hours of worth of tea. That is so interesting. <laughs> oh my god! Like, like, oh, thirty-three thousand, thirty-three or thirty thousand hours worth of sipping tea, or maybe um, five foot seven, five foot six. <laughs> I mean, I actually the, the tea one sounds interesting. I would, I'd be like, oh, tea, okay, interesting. Thank because you I'm for referring, that. I'm referring to the fact that we're both slumber, we're both slumber teaing over uh, for more <laughs> than thirty thousand hours. True. Oh my god. Because that's basically our life, you know. <laughs> Good point. So. Thank you for that. I, I love that. How about you, like Lexi or Chesk? Um, I'm thinking. For I guess I can go first. The only thing I could think of is like the misadventures of a glasses girl or something. <laughs> that would be so. That, that would be yeah. so fitting for you, sis. Like the misadventures of a glasses girl. Like that's it. Like I don't know what else to add to. That. Or the misadventures of cat. Yeah, it could be just my name, basically. How about you, Chesk? If you're still thinking, Lexi. Let's um, see. Sailor, Sailor Chesk. Okay, thank you. I have a lot in mind, even though it's hard for me to pick one. But I would say, if I were to pick a title, it would be maybe, it would be either the artistic journey or the way of the artist. Oh, that's a that's a good that's one. That's nice. You know what I mean? I like both. Thank you for that, Chess. <laughs> I would read either that's one. A good <laughs> one. If I were to like make any of those titles come true, not only I would like talk about like talk about not only like how being I was, an artist. Like yeah, how I got to be an artist, but it can be through influences. But of course. If I were to make my own autobiography or my own book, I won't. I promise to all my future audiences out there that I won't make it all text. I Thank promise you. to add illustrations to make things easier because I want mine to be like That's so with cool. pictures, like with <laughs> like through illustrations, of course, because I know that pictures, like pictures, like contain a thousand words that True. are like hard for people to describe. You can just True. see it through pictures instead. I agree. Thank you for that, Chess. <laughs> Lexi, do you I have, have a, an idea? Mm, okay, yeah. I, I was thinking like something fantasy-like, but also like magical girl. Ooh! Uh, I was literally like Ooh. thinking about like, I don't know, Steven Universe came up in my something mind. Something with so, that, something so, related to Stellar? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I came up with, uh, 
Sorry. Lexi and the Stellar Universe. <laughs> that sounds so... Oh my gosh. That's that sounds adorable. so interesting. I, I want. It. I wanted it to sound like bubbly, but also like... <laughs> I love I parallel for that one though. Um, Even though I'm that. not bubbly myself. Lex- but, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine and- the logo na kasi. Sorry. That's so bad. <laughs> or I know. I, know. I, I can actually imagine imagine your face being on a picture book <laughs> of your own autobiography and then you're surrounded with stars. How about the stellar how about the stellar universe? I like Lexi in the Stellar Universe. Like, that's that's also cute too. It makes me think of like a little fantasy space. Like. Yeah. I imagine like a little girl, like a little space girl exploring the wonders of the Oh, that's universe. so cute. Then, I would read that. The color palette I, would be like those two angel twins from Sanrio. Ooh. Oh, that's cute. Oh my god. I would like I, to I see it I'm as so a comic book. Alcohol oh my god, no Pretty. way. That's no the best. Way. That's the best pal pink at purple. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Was, oh, I have not seen that, but it's so cute. That is so cute. Thank you, though, Lexi. I love everybody's titles. I would read everyone's books, of course, including <laughs> mine. <laughs> but yeah, that was so fun. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun talking about books with you guys. It was so so fun. And you know, I hope that if you've also been joining us, that you've also been thinking about your favorite book, and we would like to hear about it. If you'd like to share, we have an Instagram at Slumber Tea Podcast. That you can check out for more episodes. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for joining us in our book club. We would love to have you again in our sleepover. And we hope to see you again soon. Thank you and good night. Bye-bye.